Hey, and welcome back to Quarantine, episode 13. Uh, my guest today is an extremely talented actress, really funny comedian, probably the most famous person I've had yet on the podcast, uh, Leah Lamar. We have a great conversation. We talk about Tiger King, you know, and uh, and we just have fun banter with each other. Always a really good friend of mine. Um, also, a big quick shout out to my sponsor for Quarantine, Hillary Herbert. Uh, the amazing, talented, lovely, hilarious comedian who you can follow at at Hill Herbert. Also, as part of her sponsorship, every day she picks a comedian that I help promote on this show. Uh, today's comedian that she picked, one of my absolute favorites. I see this guy all the time at Bert's back room. He cracks me up. I consider him to be the king of bro comedy, and that is Richie Rosales. If you get a chance, go check out Richie's stuff on Instagram at at Richie Rosales. Uh, that's R-I-C-H-I-E-R-O-S-A-L-E-S. Richie's super funny. I've even edited um, the subtitles on his most recent stand-up clip, which is super great. He has a really unique style. I'm a super huge fan. I will probably have him on the show at some point, just completely separate of this. But now let's get to the show. Uh, Tiger King, Leah Lamar. Let's get started. You look you look nice dressed up for uh, first thing in the morning. Well, it's five thirty p.m. and uh, I'm obviously in my office, so I came to work today, Josh. I know you like to look like a gremlin in your office, but this is how oh, I yeah. do it. Let me plug in my headphones, so uh, <laughs> I need to be more prepared. You you know, normally I call the person, so I'm I'm ready. Got but, it. Uh, but Leah couldn't help but call me. Oh, literally, get over yourself. <laughs> um, let me just uh, make sure the other chairs look nice in the frame <laughs> uh time is just a construct now that's the thing you know there's no this thing. is what this podcast is going to be i'm done oh cool. <laughs> you 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 avid listener here on the show right now she was ready no i'm i'm wearing you know, the, po dress. the podcast is a good conversation i only railroad i only pick a clip where i railroad the guest for instagram and this will be it <laughs> um no i'm only wearing this dress because i got it at zara and then zara closed before i could return it so i'm like i guess i gotta take some photos and videos in it because mm -hmm. i think i own it now nice nice how have you been uh how have you been holding up for the uh through the pandemic i mean i'm twirling my hair so i'm probably fine but i every single day think that i have coronavirus i'm too jewish for this i'm too jewish for the world war three to be an illness mm -hmm. i couldn't catch my breath all day yesterday i woke up and my eye hurt i'm having trouble smelling and tasting i'm like is it coronavirus or am i having a panic attack about everything I don't know. As a Jew, I'd take this World War III versus the last one. As a Jew, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if given the option between this one, you know, we have to do similar things to survive this one right. that we had to do to survive that one. one, too, for a lot longer time periods. Yeah, no internet. Um, no so Netflix. No gluten-free vegan donuts on delivery. Yeah, yeah. yeah, how would you have survived? No, I would have been dead immediately. <laughs> you would have been not alone. You would have been in the Warsaw ghetto being like, are these gluten free? And they would have been like, uh, you needed to take a shower. I'm sorry. You said at the ghetto? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've been in a, a Christian man's home under his nice floorboards. Under his nice floorboards. <laughs> um, 
anyway, anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I had a joke in my head, but then I decided. Don't Thank God. Joke. Thank um, the Jewish God. And if you know, and if I decided wasn't worth doing the joke, you know, it especially wasn't worth doing that Trump hands it's giving me anxiety (laughs) I've been doing a lot more Trump hands since I've had the podcast Um, but speaking of quarantining with the internet uh, finally finally just last night I gave in I gave in to the craze taking Mm -hmm. over the world watch this Tiger King show oh Um, thank god yes 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 Uh, you happen to see my TikToks that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, like, I think I think the thing that really pushed me over to actually watching it was that hilarious TikTok, Instagram. Are you trying to promote your TikTok or your Instagram more? Because you're like kind of Instagram famous and you're sort of a TikTok nobody right now. No offense. Wow. I mean, like, I mean, you know, that uh, video should catapult in every respect. Yeah, I'm a nobody on I'm on my Instagram's basically your TikTok. Me doing this podcast is taking me down a hundred Instagram followers. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> this was a huge mistake for you. Yeah, um, it's a full on nightmare. The only good thing is that I'm getting some use out of this dress. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm glad that you chose to use it for my shitty quarantine podcast. I'm actually doing another podcast after this that I'm. Are you really? Doing. Yeah. Whose <laughs> podcast? Fizza. Ugh. Fizza Dasani, the she best. Has, she has a good following. <laughs> And you'd think I would have the better following because I've got the biggest tits out of the three of you. Um... We'll just let that one sit there, you know. <laughs> I feel bad about that, Josh, though. You know, I feel like there are a lot of girls in L.A. who spend a lot of money to get boobs that look like yours. Uh, I know, I know. And these were these were all natural. I'm um, so jealous. I can't. But I'm- I'm probably they're they're gonna go though. I've been working out. One of the things I've been doing is I've been uh, I've been working out. I've been trying to yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's hell. It's hell. I hate I hate every minute of it. I don't understand people who like working out. Um, I'm one of those people. You actually like it. You enjoy it. Well, you're masochistic. It relieves my stress. It relieves your stress, but it but it relieves your stress like people who do cutting. No, I think it releases endorsements like people who are on Molly. I just kind of went the opposite direction there. <laughs> <laughs> but Molly is is purely fun, other than that like p- piece of neuroses where 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 you come up from it. I know this might be hard for you to believe, but some people actually enjoy adding oxygen to their bodies and moving them. But it's just pain. It's just like the only way to get in shape is to hurt yourself. <laughs> Jews understand pain. You should get this by now. I, I I do I do I've got nothing else to do uh, like the pa- like I said you know it, it, I, I am working out like people who cut you know it's it's just like during, I'm working out people who are an idiot during, during the five minutes a day I get into physical you know get into perfect physical condition uh, let's I, see a plank Josh huh let's see a plank let's see a plank no 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 no, no. <laughs> those aren't for the camera i thought about like uh i thought about doing one of those things where i set up my camera and do my workout for it but i'm shameless but i'm not that shameless you should come to my pilates class oh yeah i give a hot plug for your pilates class just every sunday tuesday thursday very casual 1 p.m on sundays 6 p.m pst tuesdays and thursdays if you can't keep up get the fuck out of my class 
Uh, great. And then, okay. <laughs> don't come. Mm-hmm. Me don't come? Well, I think you'll be able to keep up if you're only working out five minutes a day. Yeah, but it's like a very intense five minutes. Um, That's what he said. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm working out like like 20. I do 20 minutes a day. If I'm yeah, there. that changed quickly when I made a sex joke. <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? Um, uh, you distracted me there with your sex joke. Um, <laughs> typical Josh. <laughs> um, Tiger King, Tiger King. What do you think? Do you like it? Are you a fan? Everyone's a fan, right? Do I like it, Josh? I love it. <laughs> I, um, I, I became deranged after it. I, I made a TikTok account just to post those videos. Yeah, you made two TikTok videos about Tiger King. Oh, I, you think there's only two? <laughs> I, I liked it. I, I felt I was more into the early episodes. I think the last three episodes could have been combined into one or two. I so- think you're wrong. If there were a hundred episodes of Tiger King, I would have watched a hundred. <laughs> it was just, it was sort of like, uh, it reminded me a lot of making of a murderer. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, I always feel like I get tricked into things, but, um, but no, Tiger King is really, it's really or when they date you, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, <laughs> the, the kitty King, uh, but, the what? Uh, the Kitty King. I have a, I have a cat, so or sort of. Oh God! <laughs> yes, yeah, you be in jail is what you're trying to say. I should be. I should no. I should not be in jail. Um, but what top woman on the comedy scene. Do you hate for doing exactly the same thing that you're doing? <laughs> what thing? I'm just making an analogy to you being the Tiger King. God, Josh, get on board. Um, but no, I want. So so. Whose team are you? Who who do you think is the most likable of all? Oh, obviously, Joe. But do you think? How do you feel? Do you feel that Joe was framed, or or what? What framed by Jeff? You think Joe was framed by Jeff? Totally. I think Jeff probably had a lot that he needed to cover up and was getting immunity from the FBI and CIA by giving them a lot of information and names of other people, and then framing Joe so that Joe went in. Instead of him, Joe is Jeff is definitely the worst of all of them. Jeff is the worst of all of the them. most unlikable from the moment you meet him. I mean, the fact of the matter is anyone using baby tigers in Vegas to get girls to come to their room doesn't have enough money. So it's like, girls, why are you going? You have to think if the guy doesn't have the money, don't go. But if you got be, a tiger, he's insane. I mean, fair. I, of course. <laughs> But also to be fair, I couldn't afford any baby tigers <laughs> or or any rooms in Vegas. So uh, he's doing better than me. Comp um, rooms in Vegas all the time. People what? People get comp rooms in Vegas all the time for just being yeah. regulars at hotels. Yeah, but again, I don't have the money to be a regular at a hotel. Um, but uh, see, part of me feels not so much like Joe was framed, but more that he was sort of entrapped by but by jeff so i don't know what like the you know i felt like he was like almost like pressured and kind of like cat like he was so distracted by all his many problems mm-hmm. that and and at the same time it's like in many ways she is the ultimate villain of the show she's cruella de she's the ultimate villain because like 
you know, she's no better than any other of them. And she's she created everyone's problem. The 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 break in the harmony was her like uh, ego and vindictiveness and like self-righteousness. And she had free employees by making this like insane volunteer system where there were four tiers and you took years to get there. I was looking at the line of people standing in for volunteers and I was like, are they just rotting in in line until they are able to be an expert tiger person who just gets eaten by a tiger because she can't afford food because she doesn't want to spend her millions on it? I mean, how is it any different than stand up comedy? Same. It's exactly the same. <laughs> uh, I saw someone tweet that like she like used the line this- at the improv. She was, I, I saw I saw her tweet. Yeah, it's the line for the improv mic. I saw somebody tweet that uh, she uses the same financial model that UCB uses. Um, Pretty good. Uh, but um, and and we all think she murdered her husband. That's a no brainer. It's a no. There are no other suspects, and all of all of the options to check immediately after somehow were swiftly removed from the premises no one checked the van no one checked her meat grinder no one checked it's like obvious i think no yeah i think i think so i think it's it's it feels pretty obvious but also like how fucked would it be if you're her you didn't murder your husband you do this show and now everyone just thinks you murdered your husband but everyone thought that she murdered her husband before the show true true and it's her ego that it's her Little signs outside with the table that said Carol Baskin killed her husband. <laughs> Try to convince my mind. I mean, look, I think that any man who marries this woman is insane after knowing that she's just loves billionaires and then takes her money. This poor guy, Howard. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about next. Do you think Howard thinks she murdered her husband? I think that he's probably desperate for love and affection and that he found this seemingly nice wonderful woman who probably he probably has a savior complex and she probably knows how to reel in the millionaires and tell them what they want to hear and i feel like she has him in the palm of her hand just sitting there and she's just ready to pounce on him like a tiger so he's so he's a millionaire also independent of her yes oh i didn't i didn't catch that what did he do to get rich i don't remember but he's got a lot of money and that's why i think he's doomed Do you remember the episode? I can't remember what exactly it was, but she was teaching motivational um, classes. There were, I think, VHSs or audio tapes or something to teach people how to be millionaires. And it's like, no, you literally killed your husband. (laughs) You didn't earn any money through the zoo to become a millionaire. I wonder if that's what she taught. I'm just jealous that she was able to marry multiple millionaires. Number one. Number two, I'm jealous that she has such an intense social media presence. This woman picked up social media in her, what, like 50s and has more likes and views than I've ever had in my life. Well, you don't have any tigers. One ti- one tiger, Leah, and you're... In, in within a second. All I need is 2K. If anyone wants to Venmo me, 2K for a baby tiger. Well, I think what's... I think, like, one of the... I think one of the... I found one of the most interesting aspects of the doc to be the nature of the fact that 
Carol and her husband had so much money and they were able to basically take down everyone else around them, mostly by virtue of having the most money. Wait, you did know? you notice that I had like severe brain farts just now? I, I felt like Joe Biden live on TV where I couldn't um, find my words. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't notice. I, but also I'm very wrapped up in myself and what I'm going to say next. I've always known that about you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> far, far away. More than six feet. Uh, so, okay. Well, <laughs> so who, who's your favorite character of the whole show? Okay. I, it's hard to say there's a favorite because there's so many interesting characters and really interesting moments. Like one of, um, Bhagavan Antal's wives. Also, I love the fact that he goes by the Lord and also Doc. He also wanted to be a real doctor. I mean, it's just like, how narcissistic is this guy? He's also very careful with his words and not to say too much because he is going to get sued. He's smart. He was smart. He's. I think he knows Carol's money and is willing to just go, just destroy everyone. But I loved one of his wives or sister wives or whatever concubines, whatever you want to call them who was like, I don't remember agreeing to a boob job, but I do remember really wanting sleep and thinking that I could take time to sleep to recover from my boobs done. And I was like, damn, that's goals. goals. But I really liked, I really like his first husband, who by the way, I don't know if you heard about this, apparently got his teeth done. Oh, really? Set that they didn't mention it in the documentary that he had had his teeth redone. I mean, he has he has the most most meth mouth I've ever seen in my life. Seriously, but also interestingly, um, I mean, it's it's also just amazing that that guy got two straight men to marry him. That right. was. <laughs> you think the third guy's straight too? The third guy seemed the most gay for sure. I think they were all straight. Well, they all have to be at least a little gay. Everyone's a little gay, Josh. Not me. Um, <laughs> not gay at all. I mean, uh, I remember your last episode, you were wearing a shirt that said, I love Justin Bieber. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, if we're, if we're counting Justin Bieber, but he transcends <laughs> sex. He trans he transcends gender. Um, <laughs> uh, told you you were a listener of the podcast. No, uh, I what well, you you even watch the YouTubes? You, you you know what I'm wearing. You you recount what I'm wearing in the episode. Amazing, obsessed. Someone's obsessed with me. Great, <laughs> um, <laughs> you got me. I am obsessed with you. I think we just found the clip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will kill you. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Just just let everyone. That'll be my favorite new rumor on the comedy scene. <laughs> um. New rumor. Uh, <laughs> what was that supposed to be? Josh, are you recording with me? Uh, <laughs> doing my best. Doing my best. Um, okay. Try harder. There's a pandemic. Uh, girlfriend's going to kill me when she sees this episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what was what was I saying? What was I saying? Uh, oh, my favorite character. I had two favorite characters. Okay. My favorite character for through the first three episodes was the reality show producer that was like making all of um the guy who I thought had a windpipe like he sounded like a smoker who then had to have a voice box put in. Is that the guy you're talking about? Yeah, he reminded me of James Carvel. 
I, I like, thought you remind you reminded me a lot of James Carvel, but I liked his just matter of fact attitude. I liked his James the in Carvel. I like the like in Carvel. <laughs> <laughs> I I just identified with his like seeing something that's like very exploitable and like the opportunity to just totally exploit this guy to his benefit. But he gets it, you know, he he made a deal with the devil and like it and and it really cost him. Man, I I like was traumatized by the part where the thing burned down that like destroyed all of his footage because I've had that fear so many times and like it's made me think I really have to do something to back up I've got all my footage for the things I've made backed up, but it's still all in the same place. And like, what if this place burns down? So, um, so yeah. that freaked me. out. Does anyone ever talk to you about the position that your tongue takes in your mouth when you speak? <laughs> I'm going to cut whatever you say now out of the podcast. That's the power I have, but go on. Make fun, <laughs> of, oh, so make, make fun of my tongue. Um, anyway, yeah, no, no, he was really interesting. I wonder, do you think Joe burned the footage? Yeah. Yeah, I think they do a really good job of making you think everything that they just tell you happened actually happened. Well, what's interesting is that the first three episodes, I felt like they were making it as if there was no opinion. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it was like, bam, every single episode, I felt like they were telling it's exactly what they thought was happening. Mm -hmm. It was, it went from objective to subjective pretty quickly i also really liked that one employee that joe had kelsey whose arm got bitten off in the cage oh yeah she's so what what she's the most hardcore of like them all hardcore she's like yeah i guess just chop my arm off i got (laughs) for working a hundred dollars a week minimum wage 14 hour days what She's like, like, yeah, I didn't, want, I didn't want the zoo to get bad press. It's like, it doesn't matter how quickly you recover, the zoo will get bad press. It's, it's what I think is really amazing about the relationships of everyone is like, they all seem to sort of believe in Joe a lot, mm-hmm. but also like, like they were all kind of taken in by the cult, but they weren't committed to the cult. They were like committed, but they were like, shit talk it without problem or like go into court and like uh and like throw him under the bus but they also all still love him to the end it's weird it's such a weird relationship that everyone had with each other it seems like a complicated relationship where everyone loved joe and but didn't want to talk shit about him but also held a lot of resentment you could tell how much resentment people were harboring but i thought kelsey was super interesting um but I, I also, I, I loved how when her arm got bitten off, that Joe put on an EMT outfit. I'm like, this guy just lives for a costume change. <laughs> you related like, to that. You related to that. Time show? Yeah. <laughs> um, rich. I'll be right back. I just got to put on my other Zara outfit. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, hilarious and my favorite character though at the end ultimately my favorite character is definitely joe's campaign manager oh Uh, the best the best the best and i think what what really makes me like the campaign manager the most is he feels the most separate from the world of it it almost feels like what's that i don't know i was i just was pressing buttons to see what would happen and i found out the answer <laughs> oh man man no one will read into that when they're watching this uh <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
Um, <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's like a soundboard with video yeah um, yeah yeah i'm like i'm just letting you know how i'm really feeling this is cool god skype is awesome sorry i am listening to you um <laughs> the the what was i just saying oh, oh, oh the the campaign manager by far my favorite i love that he's like a libertarian like I love that he says like what did he say what was the what was the line he says working for Joe was the worst experience running, of my entire life running Joe's campaign was the worst experience of my entire life and then he I explained about doing this podcast <laughs> uh, and then he explains that he met Joe when he was working at Walmart and Joe thought liked how he talked about politics so made him his campaign manager and I love that that guy like in his head to me he's almost like quentin tarantino in the video store but like a political version of it at mm -hmm. walmart and like through joe he saw the vessel which through which he believed he could control politics in oklahoma or was it oklahoma um no. omaha? Where, wherever it took place <laughs> whatever whatever flyover state it took place in uh yeah. <laughs> we've obviously done our research well but um, and a lot of respect for everyone in the Midwest. But then, but it's also so funny to me that he's like, it was the worst experience of my life. And I just think like if I was him and I had that worst experience of my life, I'd have left and gone back to like Walmart. But then he just works at the zoo now. Then he just like continues to work. Where would you rather work, Josh? Walmart or the zoo? I guess the zoo, but it just like, <laughs> but, 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 but. Is but kind of, but if Walmart was so. the worst experience of my life, and I left it for something even worse than working at Walmart, because it's not like he was getting paid more at the zoo. I imagine than he was getting paid at Walmart, considering the woman who lost her arm got like a hundred dollars a week. Um, and their housing conditions were really terrifying. But it's also amazing that like Joe still sort of seduced that guy too. Like, like he's, you know, he like when he, Everyone. when the boyfriend killed himself in front of him, ugh, yeah. just like the, the, the most tragic, but also stupid story of all time. Um, you think that it was intentional? No, I think he just accidentally killed himself. So you 100% don't think that he knew that the gun would go off? I think he thought it wouldn't. Based on the way the 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 uh, campaign manager describes it, right? Because he was like pointing it at him, and he's like, "Don't point it at me." He's like, "Dude, it's empty," and then blows his brains out. Um, it's just like the it's the exact kind of mistake that like plays into the statistics of uh, of people who own guns being most likely to kill themselves. I think like a large part of that is within an accident. Um, they yeah, the most responsible group. They were on crystal meth. Watching the live footage was action was wild. When he said anything like what you see on TV, but I was watching it on TV. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also. No, he also was probably. I think he was the smart. Well, Carol is smart. Carol and her husband are smart in like a very devious way. Yeah. Who is the smartest person in the show? Who? Who's the smartest? Joe's the dumbest, maybe. I I like the lawyers. The lawyers. There was some lawyers that seemed smart. Yeah, but but 
wait, I was going to mention something about, uh, oh, just to go back to the death really quick. I thought it was interesting how Joe immediately got a new husband two months later. Mm-hmm. A new husband. It's, it's new wild. Husband. I and even... I love how it was like, I picked him off up a, a dating app and then he never went home again. I can't, I'm I can't. I can't get a girl to go on a date with me. Joe Exotic married three straight men. I thought you just said you had a girlfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, for the joke. Yeah, I mean it is a believable joke. So, uh, uh, part of me is like worried about getting into shape because, like, there goes there goes five minutes of material. Um, I think you can afford to lose it—the material uh, and the boobs. uh i thought i I was expecting another joke but now i forgot what the joke i was thinking from me (laughs) yeah 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 i forgot what i was thinking it was gonna be but um i keep losing my train of thought i like your bed sheets look like it's a joe exotic themed jungle oh well you know it's like florida it tries to remind me a little bit castle huh you're an animal in the sack. <laughs> Sorry, I can't oh, end this. I hate found, myself. Just found the next clip that's definitely going in, uh, going in the Instagram. I'm so sorry to your girlfriend. <laughs> very inappropriate. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I make my bed. The only reason I make my bed is because of the show. Cute. It's and then you have a line of shoes just to show people you have shoes. Oh, oh, the shoes. Yeah, they're just over there. Wait, they're is that over- boxers hanging out of your trash can? Josh, oh, that's disgusting. No, no boxers in my trash can. What is that? A cup, a plastic cup I threw out. Um, but also there's this uh, luggage that um, was from a trip to Vegas a while ago. <laughs> you have like a gross boy room. Is there a baby tiger in there? Baby tiger? No, but uh, I have a baby tiger tiger um oh a baby tiger no i had a, a stuffed animal tiger in florida what <laughs> i was just making a joke about how they were shipping the tigers in luggage it's fine we can keep going oh, 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 oh. should we redo it where you get it and you think it's funny or we just keep going we just keep going there's no <laughs> turn on this show no editing no turning back um so how have you been how have you been so so off tiger king off tiger king how have you been coping with everything not well no ironic for this i bought a half mask respirator three weeks before this really got crazy because i couldn't get a regular mask and Mm -hmm. everyone thought i was being insane but now it actually feels like it's not even enough protection now I wish I had gotten a full face mask and a hazmat suit. There were hazmat suits available a little while ago for like $150, um, but uh, those, they're all sold out. They're all sold out for a while. I'm in your mouth. No, I just, uh, I just had a little Corona. Um, <laughs> I, I ordered, I ordered a bunch I of. I think you're the only person I could get Corona from through the internet. I made my bed. Would somebody who makes their bed be Corona? Corona. But um, what was I going to say? I uh, I ordered a bunch of masks 
a while ago and then they arrived and then I saw that the masks were made in China and that and that made me worried for a minute. But then I thought about it. We've got more cases than China now. I should be more worried about masks made in America. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> for the people who are only listening, I just, just sent Josh a slow clap. How emoji. did you figure out what buttons do what on the Skype? I don't I, know. What it I just tried them. I went down to the bottom right because there was a heart, and then if you go to it, comes up. There's a left. There's a. Oh, wow. I see them now. Okay. I was just trying. Out. Just wanted to see what would happen. You got to try a new. Mm-hmm. Um, I regret this, by the way. <laughs> you regret this show being on my show? Just most. I did regret my entire life. Oh, why? Um, mostly because I wish I could return the Zara dress, but now I own. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? So, so there's like a limit on how long it can be till you return something. Well, yes. Uh, the the limit passed, but I called Zara International, and they said, <laughs> uh, "Once stores reopen, you have thirty days to return them." Okay, nice, nice. Good to know. Good, good information for people out there who are wondering if they can return the clothes they rented for some audition. Um... <laughs> wow, shots fired! It wasn't for an audition; it was for an actual show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and. All right. I think, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to shorten these ups up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I don't really want to do this anymore. You don't you don't like talking to me that much. You don't want to keep uh, <laughs> talking to me for too much longer. Um, I need to just uh, look up on Twitter the latest updates about the coronavirus because I'm due for another panic attack. Oh, have you been having panic attacks? Have you been freaking Every out? Day. Un- Every day. Unreal. Panic well, you know, I think I think our you know we're friends. I think in large part because we're similarly neurotic. You know, I've um, are you? Uh, anything? I I like I like cough once and I'm 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 like I've got it. I've got it for sure. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. I'm like I don't even need to WebMD it. I already know. Yeah, my, well, I know in my soul that I have it. You know, I used to WebMD things and be like, oh, God, I hope it's not cancer. Now I WebMD things and I'm like, come on, cancer. <laughs> You've been kidding. You had that back pocket this whole time. No, no, I just thought of it just this moment. I would totally admit if it was back pocket. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not opposed. There were back pocketed jokes I've used during this show. Um, there are a couple of jokes I already told on other episodes of the podcast. I'm really, wow. really using this as your recycle joke episode mm-hmm. i'm offended um but uh but you're probably i'm trying to decide are you the biggest star that has been on my show yet you definitely have the I biggest instagram the following <laughs> hey i have sponsors this show is sponsored now wow by whom by hillary herbert at <laughs> hill herbert h-i-l-h-e-r-b-e-r-t uh, funniest comic in all of Los Angeles. You can catch her at Bert's back room. Um, uh, just give him my shout out. Um, keep, well, keep Hillary, this. if you want to sponsor a podcast that actually gets listens, I have a great podcast called Falling in Love with Leah Lamar, where I set two single friends up on a date. This is also my plug for my podcast. Uh, and then see if they fall in love. 
Yes, Josh. Can I be on that show once my girlfriend sees this episode of my podcast? I need you to have been single for at least a month before you come on the podcast. All right. I will talk to you in one month. Great. <laughs> From tomorrow. Great. Um, no, I'm, I'm kidding. My girlfriend 100% doesn't listen to any of my podcasts. <laughs> oh, she's smart then. <laughs> um, but uh, all right. All right. Anything else you want to plug? Falling in love with Liam Marr. It's an amazing podcast. I've actually listened to episodes of it and I have like no attention span. So definitely check that show out. Um, it's really it's really good time. It's funny. It's heartwarming. It's 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 cool. It's like it's like it's like The Bachelor. If The Bachelor wasn't like shallow. Um, yes, I'm the shallow element on the show. And then you can catch me on a couple episodes of Ease What the Fashion. And I have a web series called Real Witches of West Hollywood. You can find it on YouTube. Award-winning web series. I've also seen I've also seen that show. Really good. Thank um, you. Yeah, we've won a bunch of awards actually. Um, just wanted to make it seem like it better than it is. And, um, no, but it actually is really good. People love it. Did I convince you yet? Yeah. And okay, also good. follow Follow her on uh, Instagram at Leah Lamar and what's your TikTok? Yeah, you know, she's trying to blow up on TikTok. Leah Lamar. Wait, awesome. you know what's really funny is it looks like you have a fake Zoom background. Like it looks like you're on a green screen, and I'm like, why would I that as a green screen background? Say that again. It was breaking up a little bit. Um, just like your girlfriend's gonna do with you tomorrow. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. No, I was saying it looks like you're on a green screen. Like it looks like you're cut out. And I'm like, why would anyone choose this background as their green screen background? <laughs> hilarious, hilarious. Well, on that note, guys, thanks for tuning in. If you have any questions, want me to talk about anything, email me at quarantinepodcast at gmail.com. We've gotten a total of zero emails so far. If you want to sponsor the podcast, you're welcome to. I'll take any amount of money to say whatever you want i'm very i'm very viable uh thank you all for tuning in and i will see you tomorrow on another episode of quarantine thanks for having me josh bye leah i stay safe